From the Standing Stone Farm Studio right outside downtown Nashville, it's time for the most ridiculous sports podcast in the world. So sit back, relax, and listen as Bobby Butler and Brandon Bond crack open a cold one and talk all things hockey, pop culture, and complain about everyday situations. It's the Pucks Out Podcast on the Penalty Box Radio Network. Welcome, welcome, welcome into the most ridiculous podcast in sports and pop culture. I'm Bobby. He's Brandon. Hello. You can find us on the three majors of social media at Pucks Out Pod. Now let's crack open this cold Mayday beer and let's get after it. As always, Pucks Out is powered by Mayday Brew, the official beer of Pucks Out Podcast. Join them every Tuesday for Singo and Thursday for Bingo, where you can always make some good friends. Today, we've got the Pacific Division Part 2. We've got a bunch of news from inside and out. We got a joke of the week and much, much more. Uh, don't forget to check us out on Patreon, Twitch, support the show. How are you this week, buddy? I am good. I am scrambling. I forgot to get my beer out of the uh, out of my uh, mini fridge here, so I'm you know I'm discombobulated yeah. at this point, Bob. Um, but I'm great, man. Uh, football season is upon us. I will not let the fact that my dynasty team is uh, the gods are seeming fantasy gods are seemingly against me. Uh, with Cooper Cup and uh, Travis Kelsey already already rocking out hard for me, um, but I, otherwise I'm doing good. <laughs> football is is here; it's upon us. Um, college football has been in, in been in full swing uh, for a little bit now. Uh, week one just occurred for us there, and so excited man uh very excited for this time of year uh what about yourself brother how about how, how you doing doing well man Just keeping busy obviously work uh super busy uh football season you know high school football season's in full swing so staying busy with that you know once that season ends you know pretty much in november uh you know we'll have a lot more free time unless you know just like you said um you know, I maybe I pull a Friday Night Lights and I end up taking these boys to the state. You go to the ship, knows. dude. You uh, go to the ship, <laughs> yeah. dude. Um, you know, I, I don't know if uh, in, anybody in that world listens, but if they do listen, I don't really care. I don't think that I can be in trouble for telling you to throw. You know, I mean, this is going to be like the <laughs> South Park situation where nobody wants to go. Like, and they just keep advancing. <laughs> like, you're you're trying to call bad plays, but they're calling bad plays to you know counter your bad play. That's all I'm saying, man. I mean, it's just, you know, it's it's for you. It's not for me. I'm I'm good, man. I want to see you. I don't want to see you have to have to spend your whole summer, you know, playing uh playing this sport that you you really didn't even love. You're like, "Oh, this is a bonus." <laughs> uh no, man, but uh uh you know, if you get one of those dope rings and you're like Coach Taylor, bro, that'd be I mean, that'd be I mean, it really wouldn't be that cool, but I mean, probably, I mean, I guess it'd be cool in your circle then. Like, you know, like you'd start, you'd start having like inner politics and stuff like, uh, like, uh, remember the Titans, not, not to that level, but you know, esque, uh, remember the Titans esque. And, uh, yeah. So, Hey, you know, good, good luck to you. Uh, I know that, uh, you'll take the pod far if you know, if you can just get famous or something like you did all of this, you took them to state just to get a shout out. And so like, I'll interview you as a state championship yeah. coach. Boom. Enters our world. Uh, enters us into the world of, uh, you know, big time high school coaching <laughs> interviews. Uh, but all right, let's uh, let's jump straight into the news. Everything you need to know about what's happening on the ice. It's time for news from inside the boards. We have an Eric Carlson trade. Um. It's it's funny. It to actually happened. Wins in a three team trade with the Sharks and Canadians. Go ahead. Right. We already uh, we already you know did our preseason you know preview uh, of the Penguins, and I think this kind of happened in that same world, uh, like August sixth, like about a month ago when we did that that podcast, and then I think it got lost in translation because I think we had to skip a week. 
and so it definitely kind of changes our, or at least my thought process on how we talked about the, the penguins, uh, just kind of, kind of limping along and just, uh, you know, waiting for their, you know, their great, great horses to finally perish. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it's an all in kind of move for them, uh, for sure. Uh, a guy that just won the Norris, uh, a very, a very interesting prospect. I mean, he didn't do well with Brent Burns by his side. Uh, we kind of saw that now that may know might've been post injury, that type of stuff. Um, but it'll be interesting to see how, if, uh, if he works together with Latang or they are on separate, uh, separate pairings, what do you, what do you think, yeah. uh, just about the, the move? And then we can kind of talk about the trade and what went out and what went in. I mean, Eric Carlson, no matter how he's been the last couple of seasons, he's still a, you know, top tier, uh, you know, defenseman. He is 33 years old. This is probably his last stop in the carousel. Um, he's a two-time Norris winner. I mean, I think that he only makes the team. I don't think he makes the team worse. I think he can only make a team better, even if it's just that locker room presence. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. And and everybody knows that was a team that was lacking leadership, Bobby. Uh, so bringing in a guy like uh, like Eric Carlson is going to really help help along guys like Sidney Crosby and uh, Evgeny Malkin. Uh, he's going to really be able to, yeah. you know, show him. No, but seriously, I, I agree. I mean, you know, that's a, that's a great locker room presence. It's a guy um, I you know, it's a guy that's been to a Stanley Cup final once. I was going to say, you know, a, a proven winner, but I don't know <laughs> that that's necessarily uh, uh, the case. But he, but the good news is he gets to go along and play with some pro- proven winners. Uh, so maybe they can show him how it's done. Uh, I was about to look. Do you? Uh, I haven't I haven't been able to look it up yet. But how many players have won Norris trophies with different teams? Ooh. Uh, a good question. Why don't you move us along, and I'll see if I can locate the answer to that. Uh, let's see. He is the ninth defenseman to capture this award three times. He is also the fourth blue. He is the fourth blue liner to win it with multiple teams, okay. joining Chris Chelios, Paul Coffey, and Doug Harvey. Um, now I wonder if there's anybody with three teams. So maybe he's going to go for that. Yeah, maybe. Uh, Rasmus Dallin's rumored extension in Buffalo is eight years and an AAV of ten point five million dollars. I'm not. I'm not. You know, against that, I think it's. I think I like it. Yeah, I mean, you got to keep anybody that that's willing to stay there in Buffalo, right? Uh, along with Tage Thompson, <laughs> those two kind of really stepped it up last year uh, together on a team that we kind of thought was was bottom of the barrel. So. Very good signing for them. I mean, we I remember him getting drafted. He he was playing uh, playing immediately, and everybody, oh, I don't know about him. Is he a bust? And he really has kind of stepped it up the path. I mean, he was a very young guy uh, starting out, so it wasn't crazy that he wasn't just immediately uh, Chara yeah. out there. You know, <clears throat> wasn't able to absolutely wreck people. I'm um, looking sure. up his stats. Um, on, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, while you no, do go that, ahead. Uh, while you do that, after 736 games, Michael Delzato has retired. Uh, let me see here. Most people won't know, won't care. Um, and I really, and it, I found out that like looking up stats, it's hard to locate hit stats. Uh, Michael Delzato is a guy that down the, down the stretch in, uh, in hits leagues. I don't, I don't know about you. But he won me numerous matchups, you know, just on a late, late ad uh, with some hits. So I had to had to give him the had to give him the shout out. Uh, You know, he's he was playing, uh, you know, mostly Philly is where I remember uh, him playing when I added him. Uh, But I believe he played for the Rangers as well. Um, Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, Darlene. Career stats, games played, 355, 46 goals, 187 assists, uh, minus 66. Uh, but last season he was wow. plus 12. Uh, to be fair, that's his lifetime 
I mean, he's played his whole career at Buffalo wow. since 2018. So <laughs> that's not really fair to the guy. Uh, again, man, it's really weird. Most official statting doesn't even like doesn't even like show your their hits. I didn't really realize that. That's that's super weird, and I don't understand why. I don't either. I I wonder if it's gonna. I mean, I bet you it's on like fantasy sites. I bet you I can get his career hits. Uh, that's okay, Delzato. Like, uh, hockey Reference. I try, bro. I'm telling you, man. I even tried to like throw and hit. I mean, you know, it doesn't matter. It's my. It was Michael Delzato. I was, I was like, I mean, you know, I was just like, hey, just this is an appreciative <laughs> shout out to the guy. Um, uh, you know, I don't feel like we need to derail the show, uh, to locate his career hit total. Cause like, what if it's garbage? And it I was found just, it like, right here. Games. It's right. Okay. It, uh, let's see. Season, uh, career. He has 1,672. Not bad. Over a hit a game. So yeah. I know for sure. You've got me yeah. quite a few, sir. Oh yeah. But all right, let's move to outside the NHL. Now that you know what's happening inside the boards, time for the rest of the headlines with news from outside the boards. The NFL starts tonight on the day of release. It is Thursday night football. Uh, I'm excited. I've been waiting a long time. Uh, You know, even with as busy as I am, I'm obviously carving out time to Grab some beers, watch some football, eat you know eat some good food. Um, it is it's honestly this should NFL kickoff should be a holiday. The day after the Super Bowl, Super Bowl Monday, and NFL well, kickoff should be to be a fair. Holiday. It should be Thursday. You should get Thursday to Thursday. No Thursday to the following Friday. So you get like a week and a day off. Every the whole week's a holiday except for anything that has to do with like you sell beer, you got to work, uh, but you get to yeah. watch, you get to Sorry. watch football. <laughs> um, but you get, but it's, it's, it's triple time, obviously. Um, yeah. but they get to charge 3% extra on beer. That's my concession. I'm willing to pay these, you know, pay a little extra. Um, but that way you get the whole week, you know, you can, you can drink as many beers while watching football, uh, you can even throw college football in there. Uh, you get, you know, that Tuesday and Wednesday to rest unless you like, you know, real nasty boy college football. And then you can watch Tuesday college football. And I think they got some Wednesday games now. <laughs> um, so really, it should just be a whole week. You do whatever you want football wise. If you don't watch football, you don't get the week. You go to work. Yep, and you don't yep. get told. You don't yeah, get told about the triple time. Yep. There is a, a litmus test that you have to pass. Exactly. It's just one of those, if you know, you know, type of deals. They're like, where's Steve? Yeah. He's like, well, he's a diehard football guy. What? Oh, <laughs> don't worry about it. Don't worry uh, about it. Uh, and not on here, but uh, game one of the perfect season for Colorado is in the books. Uh, ah. I cannot wait to. Uh, for, for it is inevitable that we are crowning the new national champions. Uh, Colorado prom, in just a couple months. Prom winning the natty, huh? Prom winning the natty. Yeah, yeah I locked um, in. I don't see it. I, you know, I think that he's got long road there at uh, at Colorado after having beat it after having beat uh, TCU. So. Uh, but yeah, no, a, I, uh, a huge, a huge I, victory for them. A really, a really good win, um, and, and a and a great start for the program there for for prom time. Absolutely. Yeah, I was talking to my father in law, and I said, "Hey, they just went in there and they beat the uh, national championship runners up." And he's like, "Well, I'm like, hey, everything I just said was a factual statement." True. And He's was like, it, well, did what was they, the score of that national championship? And, it, and I said, eh, they were the runner. Did they up. play? Did they play? Uh, they did play at TCU, right? Or did they play at Colorado? Yes. Uh, no, TCU was wearing purple. I think it was at TCU. Okay. 
Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know. Uh, I, I thought it was at TCU, but I was like, oh, was it? At, you know, Colorado. Yeah, uh, definitely, a, definitely a big win. Um, that was absolutely not the. I mean, even though that, I, I got got his joke. The uh, yeah, does can you really count it? Well, fair enough. But even even so, that this yeah. team was not that one, <laughs> and so. Uh, it's definitely, definitely a long road. They have a lot to prove, but they can definitely do it. He's shown as a coach, he's gotten more than expected out of players. Um, he, he knows how to recruit. He's a a big face and a big name. It seems like he actually, whether he knows how to coach himself or he, he surrounds himself with the X's and O's guys. Uh, there, there's no doubt in my mind that if, uh, you went in every day and and prime time was your football coach. He would, he would find a way to get you motivated uh, for sure. So definitely yeah. a big win, big win for Colorado. Uh, and yeah, I think there was a, a, a picture of prime time talking, having like a heart to heart with a TSU, like one of their star players. Everyone's like, Oh, you know, that dude's hitting the transfer. Guys transfer and he's just, day. he's you already, a, you, don't, you don't have a, yeah. <laughs> the thing is Bobby, what you don't know was, he was always on Colorado. He was sent to TCU as a double agent. He's coming back. He's coming back home. Now that the game is finally over, he's getting called back to the, uh, to the Colorado uh, side so he can finish out his season, man. It's a good call. Yeah. Uh, NFL well, wise. With, I, oh, sorry. The thing with primetime is I think, I think we're all, uh, I think with Colorado, uh, we're all members of primetime's uh, team. We just don't know it yet. We don't know it yet. If we got a little he'll, bit he'll of that get dog everyone. in us, <laughs> right? We, he just gonna he just shows up on yeah. your doorstep one day and he's like, "Hey, prime time calls upon you, and you you gotta go. You gotta go. You you don't know what job it is, but you know you're in. You know you don't know where you're going. Colorado <laughs> State, Jackson State, where wherever prime has been called at the at that moment." Yeah. If we if we sell right. this right, we All can right. get Transformers uh, you, you fans in about? as well. <laughs> um, I was just talking. I was just going to talk week one, man. Any uh, any particular matchups you're looking forward to? We got definitely have some notable injuries to start off. Well, as we spoke about earlier, Travis Kelsey potentially out week one. Uh, Cooper Cup is definitely out week one, potentially going to to IR. Jonathan Taylor out pretty much indefinitely. Uh, not necessarily huge fantasy related for most folks, but fantasy related for, for leagues that we're in Chandler Jones threatening to sit out till week eight. Um, honestly, Kelsey out Chandler Jones out. That makes for a much more interesting matchup on Thursday night between the Lions and the chiefs. Uh, not that I don't believe that Patrick Mahomes can get it done. Um, and we all like to talk about the the amazing off-season planning of Andy Reid. Andy Reid is amazing at off-season planning. I would imagine that most of his game plans included Travis Kelsey, though, uh, as kind of that linchpin. Uh, if Isaiah Pacheco were to go down or CEH were to go down or McKinnon goes down, I'm sure he can transfer his game plan to one of those other guys. But uh, something tells me, Bob, that Noah Gray isn't gonna be able to run the the same type of uh, <laughs> offense that Travis Kelsey. Now I don't know that, uh, so don't quote me or anything. Uh, but what do you think? Uh, I mean, it's definitely definitely going to be an interesting matchup. I think that the uh, the Lions keep it close. I think they keep it closer. I still think. Kansas City by 21. Yeah, you should lay your money on that then because I mean, that's uh that's a that's a handy that's a handy number uh especially in an NFL game, even if the Lions were bad. Uh 21 still a high number, yeah. Bobby. So go ahead and get your probably probably get like plus 350 for it. I'll bet. So yeah, I think um I would say 35, no, I would say 42 to 13. 42 to 13. This Lions offense that they 
have done nothing but improve over the off season from last year. That was pretty high powered. You think 13 points, then you should definitely yeah, I think go City, and hit their under yeah. team implied total as well. You are ready to go for your Thursday night bets, man. I think you have locked them up. Uh, I would not, it's not that I think that you're crazy. These are not outlandish things to say. Uh, I don't, I just, I don't believe the lions will win, but I, I most certainly think that Patrick Mahomes can get it done. Uh, but you allow your defense to do a whole lot more. Uh, if you don't have to worry about the entirety middle of the field and getting beat nine and 10 and 15 yards at a time from Travis Kelsey, it really can changes, you know, changes the game plan. Um, uh, Mahomes can absolutely do it, but I, I think that they keep this game a little closer. Chandler Jones is a pretty big aspect of the Chiefs' defense as well. Uh, getting pressure on Goff is going to be key to slowing down this Lions offense with Jameer Gibbs and da- David Montgomery and Amon Ross St. Brown. Uh, you know, if if Sam Laporta is what what he's supposed to be, uh, I, I just I just think it's going to be a lot closer in, in my mind. Any other notable matchups? Um, your commanders have a, have a really favorable matchup against uh, against the Cardinals to oh, yeah. start. Uh, the Titans, oh, yeah. they're going to go in have... and they're going to lay the. They're going to go down and lay a beat down on Arizona. New ownership, That's... new quarterback. I think Let's... we go in there fifty eight nothing. Yeah, Bob. That's not even a. That's not even a, a crazy suggestion. The Cardinals are in shambles, my friend. They are in absolute shambles. <laughs> I don't think that you have to worry. Uh, I'm I'm feeling confident for you and your squad uh, this this week. I am not, however, not feeling so confident for the Titans. Uh, go to New Orleans to play the Saints. That's always a tough place to play anyway. I like this Saints team. I think Chris Olave is about to tear us up, man. I... Uh, so, uh, fantasy-wise, I'm sure that's going to be a, a, an absolutely fun game, but as far as a fan-wise, not so much. Uh, 49ers-Steelers, I'm very interested in that game. Uh, could be, hey, 49ers are, are, are far and above, uh, but I would like to see what the Steelers look like. Falcons-Panthers, a lot of great new additions there. Uh, Packers-Bears, obviously, uh, can't it's no very, very easily could be the changing of the guard here. And we just have continued dominance of the Green Bay quarterbacks or, uh, or does Justin Fields lead his squad to the victory? Um, oh, I think it's going to be a absolute slaughter in midway. I think the bears are going to go in there and systematically dismantle this Green Bay team. I think, Justin yeah, Fields I don't think so. Is going to have, Probably, I think Justin Fields is going to have the best week of any quarterback this week. Yeah, that's highly possible, but that didn't know uh, that very rarely translated uh, to winning for them. Um, so if their team can take us take a step forward, uh, for sure. Packers had a very solid defense last year. They lost nobody but Aaron Rodgers, which sounds you know, oh my god, like nobody. But Aaron Rodgers it was he he did not have a phenomenal season. Uh, I think you have some, no. some youth and Jordan Love. Uh, Bears winning. I don't think that that's crazy. I don't think that dismantling is the uh, is going to be the what happens in my mind. Um, I'll tell you what I do think um, is going to be a dismantling is I think the Seahawks are absolutely going to dismantle the Rams. Um, you know. Definitely, yeah. Definitely a, a defense that. defense that is much better than uh, I think that folks give credit to it for. Uh, and I also think uh, I don't think it's going to be a dismantling, but I think the Bills go in and handily favor handily beat the Jets. I don't think that the Jets are, a, you know, are anything. Ton. I mean, I think they are. They're in a much better situation when they than were last year. Uh, much more opportunities to win games. I think they can absolutely make the playoffs. I just don't think that they're now one of the the elite teams that we talk about in the AFC. The Chiefs, the Bills, the the, the Bengals. Uh, I I just I I you know that's more of a prove it to me 
before you just say, Hey, I'm going to go in and shred Josh Allen, you know, and, uh, and company. So yeah. what do you think there? I think, yeah, I think we're, uh, I think, Oh, I think the bills are going to absolutely shred uh, the Packers. Uh, all right. I'm sorry. Mm. The jets. I think Josh Allen's going to have more rushing yards than Aaron Rodgers has passing yards. Oh, that's a, that's a wild, change. that's a wild, that's a wild, crazy. I awesome think Aaron Rodgers stat. is going to choke that baby. I think he's Prop going bet. to have maybe, I think he's going to have less than a hundred yards passing. No, he's such a, he's, he's very good at prep and, and preparation. Uh, I think that he will, will have a, uh, an okay game. I don't think that he's going to have a bad, bad game, but not, not anything to write home about. The Bills defense is, uh, is pretty strong. Uh, I will be interested to see though. If Garrett Wilson is, is everything that, um, that he seemingly can be. It could be a very different story. I mean, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson's as good as they, as they're talking about him being. And, and we got the flashes last year of him. Uh, I think that you and I could go out there and toss it up to him, Bob. And, uh, <laughs> and we're going to be hall of fame looking quarterbacks. So uh, definitely have, have what the jets don't generally have uh, is, is talent in a lot of places. You know, they have a, they have a wide roster and a solid defense. Um, but I think uh, I think the Bills are. They've got the they've got the the new shiny quarterback, and Aaron Rodgers is the uh, is just the the better option than Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah. So before we end off on this, it's a new NFL season, which means we have a possibility of having a tie in during every single week of the NFL. Yep. Uh. We've talked about this before. So if yep. you had to pick a game that's going to be a tie, what are you okay. looking at? I know which game, game I'm looking at. Okay. Um, I And we'll say that when I get mine in mind, we'll say it at the same time. So that way, in case we have right. the. Uh... Okay, I've got mine. All right. Three, two, one. San Francisco. Cowboys Giants. Oh. So San Francisco okay. Pittsburgh was yours. And I could see that. That's two yeah. teams that are really scrappy and are, are in fight for it. Uh, the division rival rivalry on Sunday night. I uh, think nothing could be better than that ending in a uh, in a tie. So uh, that truly would be. If I get to see Washington dismantle an Arizona team, and I get to see Dallas and New York go out and tie, that would be glorious. <laughs> and yeah, and you get to have right. You get to have the who do. Uh, Eagles Philly play the pay, New England. Pay, New England. New England can go out there and win, and uh, and then sitting at sitting atop is uh, is is Washington for for that week. So yeah, I'll I'll be rooting for it for but, you, bud. All right, <laughs> all right. We're running a little bit over because uh, we're but let's head into our main topic. We got our Pacific Division Part Two. We are starting off with the San Jose Sharks uh, last season. With 60 points, finished seventh in the NH in the Pacific Division at 22, 44, and 16. Uh, their Stanley Cup odds this season are plus 15,000. Uh, let's see, their points leader was Eric Carlson. Uh, I have a feeling he's not going to be the point leader for their that team anymore. He had 101 points. Their second place was Logan Couture with 67 points. Yeah. Yeah, they are uh, not not on the upswing there, Bob. Uh, definitely got the uh, got the rebuild cranking hard. Uh, added, uh, you know, had a decent draft pick. Uh, who I'm trying to think of who who did they get? I do uh, not remember. Let me. I'm sorry, I didn't have this opened up. <clears throat> Forget was it? They did miss the playoffs, Bob. I will tell you that for sure. <laughs> uh, I wish it was easy to find that on Hockey Reference. Oh yeah, and it's like let, and this is like it was written early. Um, anyway, I will look that up. 
you got any more comments uh, that I really just do not have a lot. Uh, there's really nothing fun about them, to be honest. Uh, their goal leader was Timo Meyer at 31. Their assist leader, Eric Carlson, at 76. Timo Meyer I traded, mean, it, so he is yeah, gone. So they, <laughs> uh, Logan Couture, is he still there? I mean, I, uh, I do think Couture, I think I think do think Couture is still there. He's almost 35. Yeah, but, I, mean, I mean that's just I didn't I didn't realize this. Logan Couture spent his entire career in San Jose. Um, I don't He's know that I realize that. There. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, Will Smith uh, is who won. they got at number four. Oh, that was their highest pick in twenty five years, guess. though. So they sold off to Mo Meyer. Um, they still have Tomas Hurdle and, and Logan Couture. Couture. Um, but they're, I mean, yeah, they're bottoming out. They, uh, they're pretty much gonna, gonna tank. So, uh, not a lot to talk about. Not a lot of prospect, um, overall. I wonder where Will Smith will land. If we'll get to see a lot of him, uh, or he'll spend a lot of time in the AHL uh, or WHL or whatever, you know, their affiliates are. Um, but I do think running slow on time let's uh continue this train forward next up we've got the seattle kraken uh with 100 points finished fourth in the pacific uh division under dave haxtell uh they finished 46 28 and 8 last season uh they went to the playoffs uh winning in the first round in seven games over colorado and losing in the second round to the dallas stars their preseason odds somehow the same as the Sharks at plus fifteen thousand to win the Stanley Cup. That's can't they cannot be that right. is I mean I mean as I'm far looking as at it right now. Stanley as far Cup. as like on a website or whatever, but I'm talking about books definitely do not have that. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, I'm just looking at I a am, hockey reference. I am absolutely willing yeah. I am absolutely willing to throw some money on that for sure. Yeah. Uh let's see. Yeah, so there are one, two, three, four, five teams that are fifteen thousand. You got Ducks, Canadians, Flyers, Sharks, Kraken. Uh the two teams that are worse Blackhawks plus fifty thousand, the Coyotes plus fifty thousand. So That's uh, pretty who, wild. Yeah, it's just absolutely insane. Um Kraken, uh, Kraken are in a pretty like a little bit of an older. T- I guess I don't know the like average age in the NHL. Oh, they they're the seventh oldest roster though right now at twenty eight point four two. Jared McCann, Bjorkstrand, Yanni Gord, Jaden Schwartz, uh, Jordan Eberle, Jamie Oliskiak, Oliskiak, uh, uh, Adam Larson, Justin Schultz, and Brian Dumlin on defense. Every one of those key contributors, 28 to 33. Uh, so it's not like they're just some young, young squad that's kind of, you know, thrown together and got by on, on athletic talent. They're, they're a good team. Um, I really like this. I really like this squad. I I, I don't know about you. Maddie Beniers is going to yeah. have a have a phenomenal year again. I think uh, just won the Calder. Uh, I think it was a very easy, very easy win for him as well. So definitely a team I'm I'm looking forward to this season. Uh, I am attempting to find and see if the plus fifteen thousand is legit, Bob. So I can throw down a bit of Skrilla on it. No, uh, DraftKings yeah. has thirty plus thirty five hundred, which in itself not bad. That's much more reasonable. Don't don't hate that at all. Uh, but absolutely not fifteen thousand. I was definitely gonna have to find. You know, all right, I'm gonna put fifteen bucks on that. Uh, you know, uh, win fifteen. You know, fifteen hundred bucks. So I uh, wonder if. I wonder if the stats they're giving me is the stats of the preseason odds prior to the, this previous season. No maybe clue. Maybe that's what I that mean, stat is telling me. No clue. Or maybe it's giving you a more realistic 
you know, actual odds or whatever they're determining or what they think is more realistic or whatever. Yeah. Or whatever. Maybe, maybe hockey reference. Cause they're not trying to, cause they're not, they're not pushing you towards a, their, a, a bookie. Exactly. They're just, so maybe they're just giving you what they legitimately think their odds to win the Stanley cup. This is what we would be put it as worth. Are you sure it's 15,000 and not 1500? One, five, zero, zero, zero. That's large. Three zeros yeah. after a 15. Uh, 3,500, <laughs> not inherently, not, not, you know, that's not bad. You know, that's not, that's not a horrendous number there. Uh, I'll, I'll look into that. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm interested. Yeah. Maybe I'm interested in pulling the trick. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Next up is we've got the Vancouver Canucks uh, with 83 points last season, finished sixth in the Pacific under Boost Boudreaux. Uh, and then ended of the season with uh, Rick Tockett. Uh, they finished 38, 37, and 7. Missed the playoffs. And their, this says their Stanley Cup preseason odds is plus 5,000 uh, with an over and under of 92, 92 and a half wins. Uh, let's see. Their top uh, point score was what, Elias what was Pedersen with 102. Plus, plus what? 5,000. Okay, that guy, it had to have been a typo then. They had to have done, been doing 1,500. There's no yeah. way that, yeah, there's no way. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking, because A, when you put it, when you look at the other teams that they're putting, like, with them, like, I think someone put an extra zero and they meant 1,500 for the crowd. Yes, de- they definitely did, uh, because the Canucks are 6,000 here. But the Flyers are fifteen thousand. The Blue Jackets are fifteen thousand. The Blackhawks are twenty thousand. The Ducks are twenty five thousand. Sharks twenty five. Canadians and Coyotes all twenty plus twenty five thousand. That's just not that just not as not accurate for a team that didn't really lose. Anyway, we're on the Canucks. Um, they really shouldn't shouldn't struggle, right? They they have what seems like a you know a solid roster and, and you know all around good players d- d- good defensemen um good scoring presence good 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 youth good you know center play uh good two-way player J- and JT Miller Thatcher Demko was uh what was uh the prodigal son uh he had returned when he's ready to ready to go and they just weren't there man you know uh and so yeah we thought that probably they were going to be better than they were and then we fell off uh, and then they were bad and we've kind of kind of soured on them however i remember doing that for new jersey uh a year before we thought that that was their year and they really didn't do anything they looked bad and kind of fell off on it uh and then it actually was the was the year after this past year I I got a good feeling about the Canucks. I think that uh if they can stay healthy, I think this is a a good opportunity for them uh to have a have a good season. Uh now this is a tough division. Could that have been part of it as well? Um I don't know. I don't know, but I, it's just the roster uh even after selling Bo Horvat is is still a solid roster you know that's all that's uh, i i just i just yeah see them doing better than they than they they really did 100 percent. uh i agree i think that this is a team that should make it to the playoffs um i don't know they're i don't think they're gonna make a deep run in the playoffs but i think they can definitely make it into the playoffs for sure yeah i think they can as well but i don't know that i'm like confident that they will you know yeah. Uh, all right. So next up to wrap up today for the Pacific Division, we've got the Vegas Golden Knights. Were they any good uh, last year, Bob? We have the state. Uh, I think they won a couple games. They won um, a few. I, I don't huh. know. Maybe. Yeah, they, they won a couple important ones. But I think other than that, yeah. Might yeah. look into these uh, cats. They, we've got the Stanley Cup champions. Uh, they finished first in the Pacific Division at 51, 22, and 9 with 111 points under Bruce Cassidy. Uh, then we've got them. Uh, let's see. They won the Stanley Cup uh, final uh, 4-1 over the Panthers. Conference finals 4-2 over the Stars. 4-2 in the second round over Edmonton. And 4-1 in the first round over the Jets. Um, their Stanley Cup odds are plus 1,800, according to Hockey Reference. 
to uh, repeat. So, you know, I think that's not a I mean, that horrible says... line if that, no. you can find that. No, no, not at all uh, for a team that, you know, feels like Jack Eichel's been around a long time, but, I mean, the guy's only 26. Uh, Barbashev, Shea Theodore, Aiden, uh, Aiden Hill, all, you know, 27. Uh, definitely right there in that, that range of can, can push again. Uh, I mean, we've seen this done in hockey. Uh, when you get that, that roster and that, that team together that just works, um, two, three cups in a row or not, not crazy, not unheard of, uh, at all. I mean, it's happened pretty recently with the, with the lightning, um, the penguins, the, the, Blackhawks, Blackhawks, uh, the, the, uh, Bruins. Yeah, I mean, this is uh, this is something that is that is by no means uh, a rarity. Uh, and and you're right. I think you said plus twelve hundred to repeat. Eighteen hundred. Eighteen hundred is not ba- It's not a not a bad number. Uh, probably a little a little low for wanting to put money on 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 something long term. But I mean. Not bad at all. Uh, I think that I think that this is a, a solid team that can definitely win again uh, this this upcoming season. Will they be able to? Who knows? the The West is poised to be tough again. Uh, the crack. Uh, I think the really the only team that can kind of give them a run for their money uh, that we've talked about today, however, uh, is the Kraken. Uh, so uh, we will we will just have to have to wait and see maybe there are some more teams in the west that we'll be talking about uh i guess in a in a couple weeks i I guess we'll switch back over to the east and finish up uh with the have we done the metro or the atlantic i can't remember well i don't remember we'll have to look back to be quite honest with you luckily it's in the name of the episode so it wouldn't be it'll be easy money it'll be easy money yeah but all right, that wraps up the Pacific Division. Let's move into Joke of the Week. The Weird. Corey Perry. Yeah, I don't like that. Oh. Wild. I think, the, I think the first read was a good one. Now, now I'm overthinking it. Outlandish. Each sixth chick sat on a stick. A little tongue twister. And downright dumb. I'm kidding me. It's time for the Joke of the Week. <laughs> All right, you found this one. What do we got? Texas woman suspected of DUI after hitting don't drink and drive sign in Palm Springs. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, if, if, it's, if it's true, hilarious. If it's not true, also hilarious because then you got to go through the whole rigmarole of are you drunk? It's like, no, I'm just an idiot. Um, I was fixing my makeup or whatever. Um, she was uh, arrested. <laughs> okay. I'm now reading oh, the true. article. I'm now reading the article, Bob. She was arrested earlier today on suspicion of almost hitting a group of pedestrians before co- colliding into the don't drink and drive sign- uh, signboard <laughs> <laughs> during, during a DUI checkpoint. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> uh, I don't want to be the guy to rush to judgment, Bobby. But context clues are not leading me to a place that is is not close to judgment. That's all I'm going to say. It was shortly after midnight. uh, The. Let's see. uh, Electronic signboard stationed at the the specific Canyon Way. Taquites. Taquites. Uh, and it was struck by a vehicle. The driver nearly collided with a group of pedestrians leaving their theater before colliding with the signboard. Why? Oh, is it 7 p.m.? Why is that? But why check- is this at midnight? Why yeah, is that I mean, checkpoint so close to a movie theater? So close to the, like, or no, like uh, what I was picturing, Bobby, it didn't say movie theater. I didn't like skip it out. It said leaving the theater. So like, I'm thinking of like, uh, like a like a uh, an improv a an, Im- style an, an improv troupe. You're like it's like they fake got hit by this lady. Like it was improv for them, and uh, they got this person in trouble. They're like they almost hit me, but really they jumped out in front of the car 
uh, practicing their yeah. improv. Honestly, no, no one told you, you have to stop this. yes anding when cops get involved. The, <laughs> the safety of the pedestrian was ensured. Well coordinated actions of officers and our drive and our dispatch. So, see, it sounds like this is all just coordinated to entrap this poor girl into driving into the sun and having yeah. a hilarious news story. It's a slow news day, and they set this poor girl up. Yeah. Uh, what an absolute joke. Uh, but all right. I mean, nothing's better than hitting a don't drink and drive sign while you're drinking and driving. I mean, well, I guess not someone not drinking and driving would be better, but right. Uh, all right. Right. Let's right, move right, right. into our, so, yeah. Uh, we've got a question from the internet. Uh, what you thought of this one? What is it? All right. If you could disinvent one thing, what would it be? What do you got? I have a, I have a serious answer. I'm trying okay. to think of a funny one. Okay. But my serious answer is money. Just no more money. Everyone's hanging out. You mean fiat eating, money? Just chilling. Again, you're just disinventing the item. So like, money's no, not going like to be there anymore. The money. People, yeah, I mean, I guess you, I guess you can disinvent. I mean, like, we'll just invent it again. That's what I'm saying by the nature of it. Oh, yeah. You can disinvent it, like, but you're never gonna be able to stop. Like, it's like you can say, "Oh, I disinvent organized religion." Okay, well then, but now if like you disinvent and there was never have have had been any religion, then like we would just get together on Sundays and talk about like fantasy football or something. Like it would just be, it would just be a different, you know what I'm saying? So like you can disinvent it yeah. and just like more hope that like there was like version two's better. Or if you just want to see chaos, like you absolutely can disinvent money. And then just like all of a sudden there's, there's no money or disinvent the idea of money. So we don't know what it is, but again, people like their shit. And so I'm not just giving you my stuff, Bob. I want some of your stuff. And so like what will eventually happen is people don't have the stuff. They don't like want to have to like switch, you know, their, their Xbox game for, uh, you know, for food or whatever. Money will, <laughs> it will just start to happen. They're like, Hey, <laughs> what if we use yeah. these old Nokia phones and like, I'll like, we'll all say yeah. this Nokia phone is worth seven <laughs> pigs or whatever yeah. you want, Greg. Like you, you get to yeah. choose it'll what your Nokia be, yeah. phone is worth to you. Yeah. And so like, it'll just, it'll be, be like that again. episode of family guy. It'll be that Ex episode yeah. of family guy. We're like, all right guys, we got to get rid of the government. Now, guys, right. it's been crazy. So what if we all just elect somebody? Because we're all busy. So I'm you thinking, all elect somebody to do, to vote for you. I'm thinking. It's not, it's not a government. <laughs> I'm thinking more of the Rick and Morty, the purge thing. When they stopped the purge. And then the whole idea ended up being one day we just, we just kill whoever breaks the rules. And it just ended up re-being a purge. So, yes, absolutely. So, my funny idea, um, again, it's it's going to happen. I mean, you'd have to imagine it happens. But how quickly I'm di I'm disinventing the wheel, Bob. I am gonna, I am, oh I'm gonna God. chaos. <laughs> chaos is absolutely about to ensue for at least a little bit. Um, you know, cause, and again, I want to stick to your idea of I've disinvented the idea that we've ever had the wheel. Uh, um, so now I, I have to follow up on that. If we disinvent it, mm -hmm. does that also disinvent anything that was based on the wheel, like cogs and stuff like that? No, see, no, I so just anything think that like, we just, I, I don't know. Like, I, you know, it's just like a magic thing where like, we don't now anything that's just a wheel. We know what cogs are. We know what springs are. We know everything yeah. that's like based off of it. Like how quickly would it be until we got, it would have to be very quickly. So, right. Or I guess, I guess the better thought process is you go back from when it was in invented. And I guess you wouldn't really be able to tell that. So the wheel is more of a funny yeah. one because we so, always talking about reinventing it. I'm, yeah. 
I'm thinking of like I, I want to see if what I can do to cause absolute chaos. And the wheel's a good mm-hmm. one. The wheel but is. I'm thinking, and I obviously, and I yeah, and honestly, I think what I'm about to say could actually make a really good Rick and Morty episode. You brought up Rick and Morty, and yeah. I'm thinking of you know Morty's has an assignment due, and he's like oh man if only i had more time and he's just like just what if time doesn't exist just t- the the notion of time just you we break didn't. the universe just space and time it's no longer time it's time no longer exists right. and, and rick's like god damn it morty what'd you yeah. do morty ah you broke it's, you broke the universe he turns morty. it in <laughs> right he turns it in and it's okay because time isn't linear you're talking about it you're, yeah you're talking yeah, about i gotta wrap morty, this up like in 23 minutes yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. It, it reminds me of Interstellar, Bob, and I've like been seeing these like uh, these like videos of like me trying to stop myself from drafting Cooper Cup three weeks ago, and it's the scene where he's behind the <laughs> behind the bookshelf. He's like, no, no. I've never seen. I, I have never seen Interstellar. Oh my gosh, bro! You gotta see Interstellar. Uh, yeah. So the wheel definitely would love to to dis disinvent that. Um. Let me hit you with this. And also this would be accepted by the person who did it. I mean, I'm sure it would happen very quickly, uh, but pop-up ads uh, online. I know that it's not like as prevalent as like it used to be, but like things popping up on your screen that are just now a part of the website are essentially pop-up ads. Uh, The guy who invented them actually like super regretted it. Right. Like he was like very, I wasn't cool. Yeah, he's. I mean, just go with it, Bob. Nobody knows. He's. He's. He. he it was thirty years ago. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. In the nineties, he, he told us. Yeah, <laughs> we had an exclusive with him, and he told us. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think I, right, you can't do social media. Through. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say you can't do social media. Oh, you go would ahead, have go to spe- specifically pick a social media that you disinvented. Um. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's move into what are you binging? I actually started this show last night for the first time ever, and I am hooked. Uh, AP Bio. I don't know if you've ever oh, seen it. Super Very funny. Fun. I've seen I've seen like the first season and like uh, the first half of the second season. Dude, it is so. Oh, my gosh. It's so funny. I absolutely. Yes. Down for it. And I'm really excited for your binging because uh, I've seen the show and I have binged it before. It is uh, a very good binging. Um, Modern Family. Uh, I've always heard it's good. It was never anything against it or anything. I just never sat down and watched it. Um, And, you know, lots of great actors in it and, you know, lots of awards. You always get, what is it, like Family Guy and lots of shows make fun of. uh, And Always Sunny, you know, do their Modern Family takes to try to win awards or whatever. and, you know, I was like, well, it's, what is this a sitcom? You know, I never really. Phil Dunphy, I I got it mm-hmm. now. Why he yeah. won so many awards and like he was, yes. it was, it is, it is the, it is the, the quintessential level of acting to every little option, little scene, little little saying little noise that he makes is absolutely the fu- the best thing ever to have been done he's it's so he's so good uh also i mean again everybody is so good in it uh but i think uh, you know him uh cam obviously uh and uh yeah and gloria uh as sophia uh, Ed O'Neill. Yeah. uh is Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, she but I but okay, so those actor wise, I think they absolutely killed her role. Uh favorite character got to be Manny, dude. Manny is yeah. my is my oh. man. Uh Manny is the is my is my dude. When he's, you know, he's sitting there and he'll be just like drinking his express his espresso, dude. And uh you know, Luke uh, will is the same age as him, but always met. Yeah. Yeah. Manny is, is my dude, uh, for sure. So yeah, modern family. I think I'm like season three. Stephanie has seen it. Uh, so it's the rarity of her having seen something and me not having seen it. Yeah. Um, so I would say that the, uh, later seasons when the kids get older, 
uh, Luke becomes one of the best characters on the show. I him I can and see that. Yeah, work off each other so well. Oh yeah, that is that and, is definitely yeah, it's uh, so good. Agreed, agreed. I can see where that's going, and I like how because I've seen you know Stephanie was watching some of the later seasons again recently, uh, which is why I was like, oh, I'll watch it. Um, and so I've seen, you know, kind of some scenes with them, him, and he was very funny in it and older men, he's very funny. Um, but I, I like how Luke was always very dumb. It wasn't like the, it was like the, it wasn't the flanderization of him to making him dumber as it goes along. I'm sure there is some of that. Uh, but he was always, uh, extremely just, uh, you know, not, maybe not like dumb, but like aloof uh in a in a different sense yeah. for sure 100 percent. uh all right and then i think there i mean you get a bunch of guest stars like jesse eisenberg comes on the show for a bit. oh for sure uh matthew broderick yeah i mean they get so many good people on there that it just becomes i think edward norton's on there for a little bit it's it they get such an amazing good uh guest stars on there um, Absolutely. all right let's move into what's snapping your stick Bobby and Brandon are about to find out exactly what snaps their sticks. All right. So this weekend was a holiday weekend and my holiday was not the best. Uh, We were out of town uh, over the weekend. Uh, Had myself an absolutely amazing time, though. We're there, you know. Uh, Saturday, got to go enjoy some college football uh, in Asheville, went to breweries, uh, had an absolutely amazing time there. Um, anyone who didn't get to enjoy their full college football experience, I feel bad for them. Uh, but on the way back on Monday, uh, we blew a tire and we were sitting there the night before and the wife and the wife and I were like, hey, you know, we've been meeting to get tires. Uh, let's, let's put that on the li- to do list for this week. Um, all right, yeah, that's definitely we're going to drop it off, get some new tires because we can tell they're getting old. And, of course, we jinxed it because we then we blew a tire on the interstate on the way home. Mm. So tire bullshit is my stat my stick this week. Well, at least you're already going to be budgeting for it. So, yeah, money wise, I mean, hey, you're not you're not you're I don't. You're not dad. I mean, Megan's okay, right? Like, yeah. not, like you're like, yeah, no, nah, man, yeah. she's not, she's not doing well, man. <laughs> Bro, you haven't told me. Uh, oh, yeah, I just that, drove on it. Just, I couldn't tell her. You just, or you just Three drop more it. Hours. Or you just drop it on me now. Like, I'm like, oh man, my bad. Like, all right, well, and you, you don't cut it. You just like put it in like, all right, got to head to the hospital, man. Um, yeah, so uh, so glad you guys are safe. Uh, mine, uh, I was going to talk about this last week, and I re you know re changed up the game. Uh, you know me, I'm always getting into little wars and tiffs and whatnot, Bob. I I invite them, uh, I guess. Uh, I don't know why, uh, but we got some roaming chickens in the area. They're not my chickens. Uh, they're afoot. We're not going to discuss chicken ownership or or whatever. Um, but you know, I'm trying to let my dog out. I can't with chickens out there. The hens, no problem. I use my, my famous trusty racquetball racket, Bob, you know about that bad boy. And I kind of just shoo them out. They go, well, the rooster, the rooster. Can I ask? Can I ask? Okay. I was just ask, are they roosters or chickens? Uh, there's all, well, all, all roosters are chickens, Bob. Chicken is the overarching. Well, term. I know that's why I'm yes, at. Hens, well, I meant like, are they hens or roosters? A rooster. There's a rooster. Oh, uh, and that rooster's gonna kick your ass. Um, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna hear the story? Or do you not, Bob? <laughs> uh, Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> I am. I am. I shoo him out, and I, from what I've read at, at this point in time, now that we've, I do everything. I do everything that I'm not supposed to do to a rooster, or at least that, <laughs> at least that, at least that roost. You're not supposed to do if you don't, 
if you can't beat up a rooster, don't do these things for sure. Uh, but I, you know, I talk, I don't care. Like I'll get him out of the yard and he'll go, he'll go out where I want him to go. Uh, and so I'll talk raw to him. I was like, okay, I'm a punk. He's a punk bitch. You know, like him, his whole family are cursed and you know, you just, whatever, whatever is coming to my mind, I'll give it to him. Uh, I'll hit the racket on something or whatever. Uh, and then I'll just turn and walk off. You know, I don't care. Uh, most of the time he'll like fake, like he's coming or whatever. And I'm like, come on, bro, let's do it. Like, let's like absolutely make my day. I would, I want this. <laughs> and so he tries to sneak, uh, this, this one time this past weekend, he tries to sneak up on me. And all of a sudden I hear the <laughs> dude, I turn and I have that racquetball racket and he's there. And Stephanie was out there. She saw me. And I was like, and I, yeah, I ganked him, dude. And I got it right where his like neck intersected with like his skull and it like right at the titanium racket. And it like tried to go for the second attack. And it looked like it was like spazzing out, walked over into the yard and just like fell, dude, and just laid there. And I was like, I told Stephanie, I was like, dude, I, you saw it coming at me, bro. I was like, I didn't, I don't want to have to do that to him. Like he did this to himself. So then we decide, are we having the cover up? Are we going to cover this up? Or are we going to tell, you know, our aunt? we decide, I was like, look, I'll do whatever. I'll lie to whoever you want me to lie to. I'll cover it up. I'll, they'll be like, we have a video of you doing it. I'll be like, that's a ball face fake. You know, that's a, that's a deep fake. Like yeah, I ain't me. Like, <laughs> I don't know who that is. Like, you know, like I got your back. Like, I don't care. I was like, but the thing is, if there is a death investigation, it's not like we can say a dog did this or like a bird of prey, <laughs> like a bird of prey or a coyote did this. Yeah. They came and broke its neck, didn't leave any bite marks, <laughs> left the body and just, you know, bounce like, dude, this is not going to hold up in court. And so we told, and so then it turns out that he's already been attacking and doing that to other people. And, you know, so he's, a, he, it was okay that I had, murdered him or whatever i didn't consider it murder him i considered him an insurgent uh because again i declared the war bobby i told him about the war this wasn't some secret war he knew uh so i felt bad better because he was already declared an enemy of the state by his own people uh so that's good that's easy money dude like i don't have to worry about anything well, I go back to check out on the body like 15, 20 minutes later, and that body is not there, Bobby. That's not there, Bobby. It's not there, bro. And so, like, and so now I have talked a big game to this guy. Like, now, why do you question, make me question. Do it? Did you, why do you make when you me went, do it? When you went to go check on the body, did you have the racket with you? When you oh, you guy, you guy, you know I did, dude. You know I did, dude. Like, okay, go are ahead. you kidding, bro? Like, no, I don't walk out in the yard anymore. Like, it's an active war zone, Bobby. <laughs> like, I have shots have been fired, dude. So, I. He's not there. And so at this point, I'm like, well, Stephanie's out there. He's plotting his revenge. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we, you know, like, hey, all right. Like, some hey, chicken run. I started this. You know, I'm going to have to be, I'm going to have to be a man. I'm going to have to finish it as well. Like, uh, but I'll tell you this, you know, I've caught some of the hens out there in my yard. He'll come across the street from my yard. He's still puffs up at me and and uh and you know cockadoodle doos at me but it's super funny bob uh old boy just i guess he forgot the direction into my yard man he doesn't seem to make his way over anymore so who's the real winner here because that's all i ever wanted was you to not come dude and i'll tell you this bob I'll I'll lay him out again, bro. And this time I'm going back with the shovel, bro. I'm having some chicken. You want some chicken? We'll have chicken yeah. wings. It's football season, baby. You can never have enough chicken. Uh yeah. Or on, he's bro. playing the long game and he and he's finding a way into your house to get you like sleep. Hey. 
This is, hey, all's fair in love and war. And I started this war with this chicken. But let me tell you this, Bob. He better find a way into my house. I better be sleeping. And I better not catch him, dude. Because I, because he gonna get what he got last time, dude. And, uh, I mean, he gonna, he gonna wake himself up and find himself in a garage again. That's His aunt texted me. It was like, is this him? Yeah. And it was like walking confused around their garage, like, all days. I'm like, yeah, that's him. Uh, he looks a little more upright than the last time I saw him, but yeah, looks like the same cat. <laughs> yeah. Over the next couple of weeks, he's just calling in his boys and there's going to be like, they're just going to start so. doubling. You're going to walk out. There's going to be so three chickens, better. four chickens. Let me tell you this, Bobby. <laughs> Let me tell you this, Bobby. They better, they better all sneak attack me because I got a shotgun, bro. And I'll tell you, I don't care how many chickens are coming at me at once. If they get in a tight little pattern here, I'm gonna be fine, dude. I'm gonna be absolutely yeah. fine. Me and chickens uh, gonna have a war, my, bro. Uh, so my father-in-law was telling me a story a while back how like they had bought a bunch of chickens and they were told it's a bunch of hens. Uh, and it was like twelve or so, and it ended up being like seven roosters and the rest hens. And mm. so now they had just a bunch of roosters and they gotten rid of some and they kept some. Um, and there was one that was just the biggest prick in the world, but they didn't want to kill him. They shot him with BBs one day. Uh, he said that pretty much whenever he attacked him, he had a punishment for him. He would stick his head underwater. He didn't, he really didn't like getting his head stuck underwater, but one day he yeah, was acting a fool. He said he murder. was sat there for like 20 minutes. He was, he was, pretty much waterboarding this chicken for like 20 right like i mean okay oh you didn't want to kill him like good for you i guess like oh thank goodness that we just waterboarded him like oh it was only it was only torture everybody it was only torture (laughs) like bro yeah this this is okay with peter right yeah like yeah like what you did what you did is absolutely against the law like you as like a livestock owner can definitely slaughter your chicken that's no problem but I doubt that they're like, yeah, like you can slaughter them for food or, you know, you sell them or also waterboard them in case of, uh, you know, and also, you know, no offense, like the, the roosters are terrible and I'm not trying to stand up for a rooster. I'm just saying, though, I also would be a, a dickhead if you shot me with BBs and waterboarded me. Like you radicalized him. <laughs> you radicalized him. And you're like, why doesn't he love America? Like, bro. You got him living. Is, yeah. Pretty much living in Guantanamo. <laughs> yeah. Pretty Guantanamo. much. Korean. <laughs> yeah. Like, it was weird when my, uh, when my father-in-law put a mask over his head and, and like made him like, and he like made like, like, like he made you, shape. he made you film a video of like you like making the chicken listen to like like heavy metal. <laughs> to be fair your- though, it I mean it, it a couple years later, uh we received a video. It was two chickens uh with AKs and I'm they sad. made my father-in-law read a script. They had <laughs> It's like sad <laughs> <laughs> they're treating me well i promise <laughs> they haven't been waterboarding me <laughs> chickens are notoriously eye for an eye type folk <laughs> yeah uh, uh but all right guys thanks for hanging out with us uh we'll be back next week um but until next time uh for brandon i'm bobby this has been the pucks out podcast peace Thanks for listening to the Pucks Out Podcast. To see what other ridiculousness the guys are up to, check them out on Twitter and Instagram at Pucks Out Pod.